You're listening to the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn podcast, an online business podcast where I, your host, Stephanie A. Wynn, will provide weekly business strategies for the emerging author and startup business owners. Let's Talk Business podcast with Stephanie A. Wynn is a mixture of branding, marketing, and business development tips and special guest interviews. Be sure to subscribe and download and share with your friends. For more information about Stephanie A. Wynn, you can visit stephaniewynn.com. And to support the podcast, you can go to Let's Talk Business with Stephanie.com. Be sure to select the subscribe button and let's talk business. Hello, hello, hello. We are back with Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn, your business podcast host. Listen. You all know we are bringing like some major goodies for the month of March. We have a wonderful expert, listen, a wonderful attorney, Nakia Gray. Listen, we talking about protecting your brand today. And as you all know, this is the most important thing that you should do before starting a business. So before we get started, as I always like to say, you know, starting a business can be scary and exciting at the same time. But whatever you do before you start anything or before you start on your entrepreneurship journey, you want to make sure that you renew your mind. And what does it mean? What do I mean by renewing your mind? I mean that you need to have a growth mindset. And by having a growth mindset, that's where you are looking for ways to grow you're open for corrective criticism or corrective feedback. You're not the fixed mindset person where they self-sabotage everything. They're not getting um, success. It's not happening quick enough for them because, you know, I thought this was going to be done by now. I need to make more money. I want overnight microwavable success. And that is not entrepreneurship. I'm sorry. But again, you want to have a growth mindset because one thing entrepreneurship will require from you, it is time, effort, and investment. So in order to make the money that you need, you have to put invest money. So without further ado, we have Miss Nakia Gray, attorney, and we are just wanting to just welcome her. Welcome, Nakia. Thank Introduce you. yourself to the audience. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I'm Nakia Gray. I'm a trademark attorney. I have my own online law firm, Gray Legal PC. I'm based in Washington, D.C., but I service clients. I have filed trademarks for people all over the world. I have a lot of international clients all over the, the world, the country. Um, protecting your brand is just key. I can't stress that enough. I know it's not sexy. It's not cute. It's not as cute as the logo and the website and all that stuff. And I'm, I'm always competing with that, right? But trust me, if that foundation isn't laid right, honey, it's going to all come tumbling down. And that is what I want to bring to the audience today in this episode. I want them to understand about the, the importance of the foundation, you know, we're and I say this often we will put the cart before the horse and we will start a business and we'll start selling and we'll sell and we'll make good money and then one day something may happen and they may get notified of copyright infringement or trademark issues 
where you view somebody else's content and without their approval. And we're going to go even a little bit deeper. We're going to talk about podcast interviews where you're interviewing people without getting your media release forms, right? So this is going to be some, we're going to deep dive into this information because this is much needed. I'm almost certain that maybe 90% of my um, people who have podcasts, they don't even realize that they need a media release form, right? Can I just say, Stephanie, how proud I was to get this from you? Okay. I said, look at this. This is what I'm talking about because I I speak on many. I get I do a lot of podcast interviews. Okay, and I would say eighty percent of them, probably even ninety percent, have never sent me any type of release. Wow. So what happens if? And I know my my episode going to be popular now. I'm gonna just claim throw that out there because I'm gonna yes. give a good episode. What yes. happens if I say, you know what, you I don't want to be on your podcast anymore. I take that down. You don't have my permission to have to use my name, my likeness, my voice. What if I did that? Now I wouldn't do that. But you, you, you get what I'm saying. But, um, but it's but so important. You, yes, and you know some, yours. And some people do that. They take they they force you to take it down. Right. So yeah, and I did this. So the reason for me doing the media release form is because my photo shoot. I wanted to make sure that there was no problems when I start posting my photos that we have, even though I paid for the photos, you still need that release. There are two pieces of intellectual property when it comes to a photograph. Okay. A lot of people don't understand that. The photographer has the, owns the copyright of the photos that he or she takes. Mm -hmm. However, me as the model or the subject, I own my intellectual property, which is my face, my likeness. And so there are two things that need to happen here. Now, and and neither of us can do it without the other, right? Right, right. <laughs> he can't put my pictures on his website without my permission. And I can't put his pictures on my website unless there is a contract that states that that copyright ownership is transferred to me. When I paid for my pictures. So very good. Very good point. That is awesome. So listen, we said that you guys are going to get some good nuggets. So I hope you all are taking notes because for my creatives or my authors who are branding and rebranding, those are two tips there. You need to make sure that you're getting the release for your, your pictures, right? You, you, yeah. come on. We, we, it's time. To, it's 2021. We, we can't keep hustling backwards as I say hustling backwards so Nakia tell us like what made you get into like just the, the trademark and the copyright what made you go in that direction with law that is such a good question so I did not I would love to say that I have this you know I've known since I was a little girl that this is what I was going to be that's not the case I did not I don't come from a, an educated family I, I'm the first person in my family to go to to college, I didn't know a lawyer till I became one. Okay. So I, I just was like figuring it out. And so um, initially I was a courtroom lawyer. I was in the courts. I was, I had my briefcase. I was tearing them up. Okay. I was a litigator for a long time, for about eight years. 
And I just, you know, sometimes you just get into a season in your life personally where your work is not aligning with who you are. I was a divorce lawyer and I was tearing families apart every day, tearing, tearing, putting husbands on the stand, tearing them up, tearing up families. And it just did not align with me and who I am and what my values are. And so that be, that became, began to be very difficult. Um, so I said, you know what? And I was actually prepared to leave the practice of law altogether. I said, you know what? I'm not, I'm not for this. This is not for me. And I enrolled in Marie Forleo's B-School program because I wanted, I was set out, I want to go online. The internet is, is popping. This is where it's at. I have a marketing degree, but that's from the nineties. Like it wasn't even an internet back then barely. (laughs) Um, So I knew I kind of wanted to get um, up to speed. And while I was in B-School, all of these online entrepreneurs were having all of these issues. Somebody stole my ebook. You know, uh, uh, my coaching client isn't paying me. Um, How do I, I I have this name of my program and um, somebody else has that and has named their coaching program that. What do I do? And I said, these people need a lawyer. (laughs) Okay. Like they need a lawyer. And that's really how my, my business was literally birthed about halfway through that program. And I started um, researching, educating myself because, and that was a rebrand for me because I had been known as this litigator and I had to completely reinvent myself. I had to, to really educate myself and, and I really enjoyed it. I've always been entrepreneurial, but I never knew the importance of the protection part of it, right? It's like, you know, for a lot of us, we we know to hustle. We know how to get that dollar. We know how to, we're going to get that money. We know how to to get the bag, right? Yes. But not uh, There's not a lot of talk about how to secure it, how to protect it, how to make it mm-hmm. last, how to make sure that even after I'm gone, that my kids have that. You know, that's what intellectual property is. It's, it's about building a legacy. So that aligned with me. Like that felt right. That felt good. That felt like I was doing something that was going to to last. It was very different from what I had been doing. And when I tell you I've not turned back, I love it. I get to meet some of the most amazing people. I spend my days with creatives. There's no yes. better, there's no better job. There's yes, no sir. better job. I'm Listen here. To what people do, you know, yes. from their heart. Yes. Yes. I so as I was telling you earlier, I was diagnosed with Crohn's di- disease. And so it was at one point where I couldn't walk, I couldn't eat. I couldn't even um, feed myself. My parents had to take care of me. And so my sons were off in college. And so so they wasn't here to see that part of it. But what happened was I knew then that um, I was always in corporate America, financial services, 20 plus years. I love trading. I was on a trading desk. I was a trust administrator. But I knew that there was much more in me with regards to entrepreneurship than this nine to five. Now I, like you said, I knew, I just felt like it wasn't, it wasn't purposeful anymore. Like, you know, but I needed to help those who can't help themselves. People that have an idea, they have a great idea. They just don't know how to put the pieces together. Right. So that's what why why I created Ready Set Go because when I was 23, I had an ice cream shop. I was married, two children, two babies. I didn't know what I was doing. But all I knew was that 
I'm going to open up this ice cream shop and I'm going to put some smiles on these kids' face, you know? And so, but I knew I had to really, truly level up and get some understanding about entrepreneurship. And so I went to my local chamber of commerce and learned the ins and out about legally setting my business up. Um, Back then, you know, being African-American female in the South side of St. Pete, there wasn't many financial resources for us or even to get on in media. There was a fight for that. And so what I did was I said, okay, I'm going to make a difference in the lives of the people. So to do that, I had to go through this. Mm-hmm. And so now here we are. It's it's different when you've put in the work, you put in the effort, you see what you go through, the ups and downs. Entrepreneurship is not for the weak or the weary. It's definitely not. I mean, a lot of people, they expect overnight success. And that's not how it is. Like we really need to get it together. And I, I really want to touch on this trademark and how we need to to get our business to protect our brands because yeah you get the llc you get the name but people say all the time well i want to leave a legacy that's so cliche but are you really protecting yourself to leave that legacy or when you die so goes that right you know so how do how do they what do they need to what are the steps that they need to take to protect their brand, Nakia? That so so first we have to start with understanding what trademark is and what mm-hmm. a, what a trademark does protect and what it doesn't because sometimes people get that confused, right? Okay. So um, there are there are three main types of intellectual property. Um, we have patents. Patents mm-hmm. protect inventions and ideas we have copyrights Mm -hmm. and copyrights i I tell you that the easy way to remember copyrights is c copyrights protect our content that we create so anything that we create your books Mm -hmm. your um songs Mm -hmm. your content in your um, online course your coaching program uh, worksheets different things Mm -hmm. like that that that's going to be protected by copyright trademark Believe it or not, a lot of times people think, and I have to say this to my clients all the time, trademark law is great. It's a great protection that we have, but it wasn't birthed or born for us as the as the brand owner or as the entrepreneur. Trademark law was birthed from a consumer protection standpoint, right? It's about the public and about the consumers. And, and so trademark protects us as entrepreneurs, but it really is there to protect consumers so that when a consumer sees a name or sees a logo, they know the source of that product or service. Mm-hmm. So think about, I always like to use Louis Vuitton as an example. That LV, we all, when we see it, we know that that's luxury, that mm-hmm. that's the fine, good smelling leather. Yes. yes. But when we see it, now I'm from DC, so if you if you, if anybody is is from DC, you know Georgetown back in the day used to be the the, the place where it was a lot of fake stuff, right? So you, okay. you go down the street in Georgetown and you see Louis Vuittons hanging on a on a on on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. That that's not a real Louis Vuitton, right? Okay. And so that is trademark infringement because someone who doesn't know any better might see that and think that they're getting a real one. 
Mm-hmm. So that's what trademark law does. Tra- the, the government gave Louis Vuitton that protection of that LV logo so that any time a customer sees it, they know what they're getting. Mm-hmm. And so as brand owners, we can benefit from that by making sure that people know what they're getting when they see our name. Mm-hmm. And I'll use an event, you know. So we trademark our business names. We can trademark our event names, our programs, our signature programs, our brands, our products. So let's say that you've got this, you know, you do a a certain type of brunch. You've got this brunch event and and you don't protect it. Right. But you Mm -hmm. go on Instagram, you post in, you got your event bright. People are buying, people are traveling to come to your um, brunch. Well, someone across the country says, wow, she got a lot of people to come to that brunch. I'm a host. I'm a host one in my city. So now the the consumers will see that and they will remember the pictures that they saw in the videos on your Instagram Mm -hmm. of when you did it. And they think that that's what they're getting. But Mm -hmm. they get to that brunch and it's not no good food. The waffles not good. The mimosas aren't the same. And they and now they on they on they on your Instagram saying you're a fraud. This was not what I got, right? That's what trademark protects. So had the first brunch owner trademark that name, that means no one else can use that name as it relates to that brunch. Yes. And that's why it's so important for us to do that. It's all about consumer confusion. That's the mm-hmm. government wants to protect. The government wants to protect consumers from being duped or confused when they're Mm purchased. Awesome. So, yes. So like this Starbucks cup has, it's registered. And you know, when you see Starbucks, see, so Starbucks have put invested brand equity, enough brand equity that they can charge the premium prices for their coffee, right? And I talk about this frequently because when you see their logo, you know, it's Starbucks. Yeah. There's no duplication. You see the R next to the logo in the circle. It means it's registered. How about they don't even really have to advertise? When the last time they don't commercial? That's and I said this in a meeting yesterday that you never see a Starbucks commercial. You know why? Because they're so confident in their 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 audience, Mm -hmm. their buyer persona. Yep. They know that they're going to come and buy that coffee. You know what? You brought up a good point, And I want people to get this because, Stephanie, as much as I love my job, the worst part of my job is, is telling people when the names that they have chosen are not going to make the cut. Right. And Starbucks is an example that I use a lot because what is it? We don't know it to be anything other than the expensive coffee that we all have to have. It's a genius name. That is the type of name that you need for your bit, your brand to stand out. But everybody who wants to use these names that are generic, that are overused, you're not going to get protection for that. It's the made up name. They took two words that are completely unrelated to coffee, star and bucks, Put them together, and now we don't. There is no other meaning for the word Starbucks other than this expensive coffee that you and I are both drinking today. Okay, 
<laughs> yes. Those are genius names. And so when people come to me with the, and it, and it, and it's, you know, there are trends, right? Mm-hmm. When I first started online six years ago, everything was six figures, six figures, six figures. Everybody was trying to get six figures, six figures, passion and profits. Like those were all the buzzwords mm-hmm. and everybody's everything had those words in it. And so I was sending cease and desist letters out the yin yang for the for that. You want the name to be so unique that people don't know what it is. And I know that goes against what feels natural to us. We naturally want people to hear the name and know what it is. But in terms of branding, that's not a that's not a good brand. You want it to be so unique that it just says, oh wow, what's that? And, and good branding, you teach people what it means by how your brand shows up, okay? So that's what we want to do when it comes to trademarking. But picking the names that are that everybody is using or that are what we call generic or descriptive, meaning they describe um, the product or the service, those are the ones. And I have to deliver the news. I have people crying on Zoom with me every day when I say... There's 500 of those already. You're not going to be able to get a trademark for that. Mm-hmm. And you're lucky that nobody has sent you a cease and desist up to this point because you're coming to see me after you've been using it for three years. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm telling you, like, it's... Man, I this is some real... These are some really good tips, like, because it opens up your mind to so many different things and again we do get attached to these titles or what's popping at the moment or what's trending and we don't realize that what's trending is not yours like like you said like what is it the boss babe I see that all the time this boss babe or bossed up or boss something anything and it's like yeah like really like i mean they bossed and i to me i don't like that but again well it's hard to stand out how do i yeah. know what make you know it, it 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 begins to be confusing it's repetitive we've we've seen it everywhere you know um now people are moving in now everything is seven figures people are moving past six so if you had a name that you you know was six figure something now it's like well are you even relevant anymore because we now we on to something else we talking about seven and so you know it's just all of that comes into into play the best thing yes. you can do is to really take your time and think about not only where you are today but that cliche that you said i'm building a legacy when you think about a legacy think about you know just ride through your neighborhood any neighborhood mm-hmm. some of the liquor stores and cleaners mm-hmm. that were around when we were little kids are still here how because they invested in a brand the original owners probably aren't even living anymore but it's passed down to, from generation to generation and that's how that happens because we they they take the time to invest in from the very beginning that is so true um and and that's one thing that really um 
interested me in, you know, reaching out to you because I noticed that on your website, you offer estate planning um, as a service um, for, you know, the entrepreneurs. And that's something that we don't talk about either. We just think about we're going to work in the business, work in the business. And then, so what are the plans? Are the plans for you to just continue to work this until you can't work anymore? Or are you working it so that you can move on and then leave it to your children or, you know, build something that's meaningful that will continue right. to grow and thrive? Um, the goal in entrepreneurship is not just like you're just like we're just we're just dog pedaling trying to get stay above stay afloat you know I've been there done that um when I had my ice cream shop some days I didn't make a dollar but I still had to show up and open up that shop right so like Nakia you provide so many services can you like just tap into like what services um we know you do the trademark but is it do you offer contracts so that yes. um, for the audience that they can reach out to you? Let's let's talk about that. Like, how can they, you know, reach out to you for, you know, maybe contracts or just a consultation? Absolutely. So um, when it comes to brand protection, you know, there are four. what I like to say, there are four pillars that you need to make sure that you have. One is an entity. A lot of times people have that. They do that on their own. Um, I am a, I am going to say here, don't just run and set up an LLC. Talk to a lawyer, talk to an accountant. An LLC is not always the best um, form of entity. It's the easiest, it's the most popular, but it's not always the best. So um, I help with entity formation, um, trademarks to protect your brand, copyrights to protect your content, as well as, um, and then you have uh, contracts. Contracts are very important. Uh, I have a full shop on my website where you can purchase contracts that I've drafted. I have a video tutorial to show you how to customize them yourself. And I created those because I know that not everybody um, can afford or wants to, to, to pay to have a, an attorney draft custom contracts for them, which I do that as well. Of course, that costs a lot more. Sometimes that is the right thing for you. Sometimes a template is perfect. I've done the work for you. You just fill in the blanks and you can use that contract. So entity, trademarks, copyrights and contracts. Everybody needs to have those. Yes. It's bare minimum. And then estate planning um, or, or I like to call it legacy planning for entrepreneurs is very important, too, because, you know, I say to my clients all the time, OK, when you die and go to heaven, where does your business go? Business heaven? Yeah, <laughs> where's it? Where's the business going? And so we haven't thought about that. We have to. Mm-hmm. We have to have a, a. What is the succession with succession plan? How do we continue this? How does the intellectual property that you did uh, invest in? Who gets the trademark? Who owns it? Who has the right? I mean, we all see this. It's not just celebrities, people. We see this all the time. We saw it with Prince's family. We see it. We're seeing it with Aretha Fan, Aretha Franklin. Um, Chadwick Boseman. There are all kinds of issues that happen after a person passes because they have intellectual property. And there are things that you that you can put in place so that your family can keep eating off the work that you did today. And that's what we want to make sure that we are doing, setting them up so that the business, uh, the intellectual property can continue. I don't know if you are familiar with um uh, Cece, uh, the six-figure chick, she passed away um, in 2020. 
and uh, that was that's her that was her brand name. And when I tell you, I am beyond impressed with how her family, how Cece had her stuff together. Cece mm-hmm. died last summer. Mm-hmm. Her Instagram is still going. All of those digital products that she created, her family is continuing her legacy and putting out the content. And that's what we should do. Yes. That's yes. what we should do. She she did it. She mm-hmm. did it. And, and she lived her life in service of helping entrepreneurs get up and running. Yes. And now after she's gone, that legacy is continuing. And it just makes my heart, it gives me so much joy to see yes. that happening. See, and that's and that's and that's what we need. We really need to, you know, yeah, we think of I just want to make this money. I gotta yeah. get my name out here. You know, I'm I'm on this, I'm grinding. You know, yeah. but if you grinding and you're not getting no like just take the time while you're in the lab or you're up late nights. What are you doing to protect that? Yeah. And here here's the other part. I, I can't wait to get past just the protection because where 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 the real bag is, Stephanie, is in leveraging the intellectual property. We can protect it, and I can help you do that. That's that's easy. Come on, let's hurry. Let's get this trademark. Let's let's file the copyright this. But we leverage it when we start to license it to other people, right? That's where you, where your money is making money for you. You sleep. Mm-hmm. You on vacation. You with your kids. And somebody is, you know, purchasing your book. Someone mm-hmm. else is promoting it. You have mm-hmm. written something for someone else. You've licensed. I, I have one um, client that I worked with, amazing young woman, teacher, created curriculum. And now school district, we're, we did a licensing deal to license her curriculum to schools. If, you know, there's so many opportunities to do that. We're in a content focused society and not every body can create it if you have that gift come on let's white label some stuff let's license it you know i have licensed my contract templates lots of coaches come to me because they're coaching on you know health or fitness or whatever even podcasting right and they know that their people need legal contracts well okay let me license this to you you put it in there we can both eat off this contract right like this is my licensing fee you mark it up and charge whatever you want and and that's how that's how you leverage that's how you take that intellectual property to a whole nother level but we can't get to leveraging until we protect it so you gotta protect first protect your first and then and then let's leverage yeah protect and then let's leverage i think that's that that protect and then leverage that listen did you all hear that Nakia has dropped some jewels on y'all today. I'm serious, guys. Like, we really, before we can move to the next level, remember, I always talk about systems. You got to have systems in place. But before you move to any level, up, down, side to side, you got to have a system in place. And one of those systems is building that foundation first. And in building that foundation, you want to protect your brand. That should be on the forefront before you're marketing to everybody you're selling because again we don't some people just don't know that because they go on your blog and they take information from your blog and they use it on maybe a facebook live i'm just saying or they just put it in their ebook 
some people don't know that they're infringed upon your intellectual pro your content like you can't do that and so we 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 got to level up and it's time to um do it the right way and if you don't know that's why we have the nakia grays in place to get understanding you know yeah. got to get an understanding we we got to have it's here the information is here and so i'm just this has been a really good episode nakia so before we close out every episode we i always give three business tips takeaways and so nakia first before we do that tell the people how they can follow you like are you on instagram facebook linkedin yeah all three okay and this will be easy because i'm the same on all three of them nakia gray esq you can find me there I'm probably most active on Instagram. Instagram is my, that's my, that's my jam. I love Instagram. I do a lot of videos, drop a lot of gems there. Um, okay. So definitely follow me on Instagram, Facebook. I am there and I am on LinkedIn as well. Okay. Y'all. So it's Nakia Gray on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Yes. Just Nakia Gray. And remember, see how simple that is. You also <laughs> want to make sure I talk about this all the time. You will miss out on one opportunity because you have all these different usernames. Yes. It's time to get that together too. Yeah. So, so yeah. So what, what, what would be some tips that you could leave the audience Nakia today? Okay. So the first one is don't bury your head in the sand. If I have said something today that has hit you and you're thinking, oh, wow, I didn't do that. I didn't do this. I don't know if I'm protected. Get the answer. Book a time with an attorney. Most attorneys will at least have an inexpensive option for you to book a consultation. Be prepared for that consultation, okay? I have one, you can book 30 minutes with me for $200. You better write everything down and come to that meet. And I have some people that come prepared. They got their paper and they asking their questions and they're getting their questions answered. Get informed. Don't just hope, wish and pray that nothing bad happens, okay? So that's number one. Number two, I would say, don't be afraid to collaborate. So many of us, you know, we, 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 we have a hustle mentality and we want to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and that's good and fine. I'm going to give you your credit. Yeah, you did that, but you don't have, it don't have to be that hard. Look around and see who can you partner up with? Who can you joint, do a joint venture with, have a contract. I'm going to just put that in there and I got them on my website for you to get it. But if, if we could go so much further, if we would do things together. If you are a fitness coach, uh, you know, or, or, or you are a health coach and you have a friend who's a fitness trainer, you two could collaborate and do a, a joint program. You could leverage their audience, license some things to each other and both eat, right? So much of that, there's value in the connection and the relationships. So I'd like to see us as a people do that more. There's so many individuals, but if we can come together and do some things together, um, we could we could serve each other in, in a much better way. So that that one is, you know, partially legal, partially just, you know, doing the right thing. And the third most important thing for you to know is that you have 
to do the work up front. Before you pick the name, I'm actually going to share with you um, a, a freebie that I've created that walks you through how to do your own, what we call a knockout search to know what can you even use this name? It's so important to do that because it's, it's, it's such a pain in the butt to have to rebrand. It's a, it's a pain in the butt to rebrand when you're doing it by choice. Just imagine what it is when you are forced to do it because you didn't do the homework up front. So I have um, step by step show you how to do that because you've got as creatives, what are we doing? We're always creating. We're coming up with a new program. We got a new product. We got a new event. We got a new this. We got a new that. You need to be equipped with how to do that. So I, that's the third thing is to learn how to do a knockout search on your own so that make that a part of your process. Whenever we are, you're meeting with your team and we're talking about launching something new. Okay. Who's going to do the knockout search. And so I will give you the link for that, um, to share with everyone to go and download that. This has been really good. So let's go. Let, listen, I hope you all are taking notes. So business tip takeaway number one, don't bury your head in the sand. Get informed. You want to get informed. You have to inform, get informed about what you're doing, what what this is, what how, what, how the process works. You want to get informed. And that is getting with an attorney that can show you, give you the things and the to give you the tools and the resources that you need to move forward. Number two, don't be afraid to collaborate. Oftentimes we don't want to do this because we may feel some type of way. I, I'm not, they might take something from me again. When we collaborate, like Nakia said, get those contracts. Those contracts are going to protect you from everything. You know, I get so many people. I, we need to collaborate. I want us to because I've been burnt before in the past. I've learned from that. You know, you think people are one up and they're not. And then you end up holding the bag, left holding right. the bag and you have to clean up the mess. So if you do collaborate, you know, you don't have to do this alone. You don't have to. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to say, hey, you know what? I could use, like she said in the example, if you're a fitness instructor, you have a, a fitness coach. You two can come together, create some type of program that will be amazing to the people. Yeah. Right. But you got to ask. You got to You got to speak up. Nobody knows what you do. Again, I talk about this all the time. If nobody knows you're in the marketplace, nobody knows to buy what you're selling. Yes. Right. So, and number three, do the work up front. You want to make sure you do a knock, do the knockout search up front. And that's a freebie. We're going to give you all this freebie to take away. Do this search up front so that you're not wasting your time and money on logos you know, you got to go back and change the logo because the name, somebody else already has the name. You don't, you know, you got to do it up front. Yeah. Let's, let's start just like we do that. We quick to do the LLC. We'll do an LLC. Some people don't even do a search for the LLC. Their name. They, they do not. You know, they, <laughs> until they get that denial letter from the state. <laughs> and money gone. Cause the state is yes, not. Gonna they never, yeah. So come on we gotta do we have to do better and to do better is 
we got to get informed. We got to get informed. You know, stop thinking that it's all about, you know, everything. Because I'm going to tell you something. Trademark is not my deal, but I will go and consult. And I'm going to Nakia because I need, you know, I, 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 you got to protect your brand. Yeah. I'm so, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So at this point, I mean, we this was a really good episode, Nakia. Thank you for coming in thank and you giving so our the audience so much fun. I really yes. enjoyed it. This this is, if nothing else, this was just definitely an opportunity for our, you know, our audience to get some good nuggets on trademark. Just protect, protect, and leverage. There, you know, you got to protect your business first the brand first and then you leverage it like Nakia said and I know a lot of people haven't heard about that but again now is the time for us to make a difference and in order to do that we got to change the narrative so at some point on your entrepreneurship journey you will encounter some type of ship friendships relationships partnerships entrepreneurship and companionship whatever ship you choose make sure that your ship is free from holes and that it is solid What do I mean? So for the purposes of this episode, we want to make sure that you protect your brand up front. You make sure that your team believes enough in your brand that they're going to help you get the right search. Somebody's going to be in charge of the search. Somebody's going to be in charge of making sure that nobody else is, you know, infringing on your intellectual property. Like you want to make sure that it is free from holes and that it is solid. Because if it's not solid, well, we know we get holes in the ship, the boat sinks. It's going right? to sink. So thank you for tuning in for the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn. I am your host. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn podcast, an online podcast where you will get weekly business strategies for the emerging author and startup business owner. Be sure to sign up for our monthly newsletter at Let's Talk Business with Stephanie.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time.